0: Thank you for joining The Bevel Talk, Season 7, Episode 1, an international perspective at the typical life of a rig welder. Today, we're talking with special guests from Weld Tubes Squad, Jake Schofield, Travis Field, and Clay Chesson. Let's get right into it. Hello and welcome to Bevel Talk. Thanks for listening with us today. I have a special treat for us. I have Jake Schofield, Travis Field, and Clay Chesum are all rig welders from uh, all across the United States, Canada, and Australia, and they're also involved with WeldTube. So, guys, thank you for joining with me today. I appreciate you taking the time to come and talk with us. Oh,
1: thank you for having
2: us. Thank yeah.
0: you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to get perspective from all over the globe. So, let's start with jake tell me a little bit about yourself how'd you get started in welding um what's your story man
3: all right so the way i got started so i'm 29 years old right now we're currently in uh colorado we're in northern colorado uh we chase the oil and gas booms and that's basically what we do but uh the way i got started is i definitely did not think i was ever going to be a welder um I actually moved to Texas when I was 17 years old and started training horses down there for my cousin's husband and wound up team roping with a guy that his brother needed a welder helper. And so I went and that's basically, I fell into it. And I know a lot of people work really hard to get into it. And I, I really lucked out. No doubt about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you really have. Travis, what about you? What's, What's your story?
3: Uh, well, I know with myself, when I was
1: uh, in high school, uh, I'd say around grade 12, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. I kind of wanted to go towards business, but I was also very interested in uh, psychology. And um, since I did not know what to do, I think I was graduating in May uh, 2006. It was probably about uh, February, March or April, sometime around that time. Uh, there was a rig welder that lived just up, up the way at uh, the acreage there. Um, he actually came over with my parents, he came over and he, uh, he actually signed me up for an apprenticeship because in Alberta, Canada, uh, it's all about apprenticeship and, uh, the invention and everything. Uh, so he said to me, you know, like, uh, if you don't know what you want to do, you always have welding to fall back on. And, uh, he just signed me up and I went out as his helper, got my blue book and then I just kept going
0: to school and then back as a, as a helper and I just kind of kept, kept with it. Awesome. And, and Clay, what about you?
2: Um, yeah, oh, well, I'm a 28-year-old rig welder from Sydney. Uh, mainly work on the gas distribution network within New South Wales. I started... I actually did uh, metal tech in high school, so years 8 to 10. And at the year, end of year 10, we sort of break up after exams and you go off and do some work experience. And there was a little... Metal fabrication shop in the town I grew up in. I walked past that nearly every day, walking to the bus stop. I thought, that's what I want to do. I always wanted, that's all I ever wanted to do, I think, since about year 10. So I, yeah, started there in the break between year 10 and 11. I went back to school briefly in year 11. I don't think school and the school environment was the best for me and I was asked to leave in year 11 and then started my apprenticeship. It's similar to Travis in in Australia. You were signed up for a four-year apprenticeship, which is a workplace-based and a technical college-based apprenticeship, and it all started from there.
0: It's fantastic that your stories are all fairly similar, but very different and varied, right? That It really took somebody introducing you to what welding was and bringing you in and you deciding, hey, yeah, I really do want to do this for the rest of my life. I really do enjoy this. Um, it's part of the reason why I, I love doing this podcast is we actually have an opportunity to to help other people understand and learn more about what it is that we as welders do every day, right? Um,
3: oh, oh, yeah, I
0: so, again, Jake and then Travis and then Clay, walk me through a typical day of a rig welder. For those out there that don't know what a rig welder is or those that might want to become a rig welder, what, what's your typical day like?
3: So, so we live in fifth wheels. So, <laughs> right now, we we my job is about an hour and a half from us, which is the closest we can get to it. And so, we're usually up by about 3.30 in the morning. We get up, get everything ready to go, and then we head out there and just depending on what they got going really we will either be welding like facilities together a lot of pipe mostly almost probably 99 percent of it's all pipe and uh we, we do the pipelines running into the facilities and the flow lines running in from the wells and just a lot of welding
0: <laughs> okay what about you travis what are you doing day to day
1: Uh, Well, well, I know right now I'm working in a shop, but I'm using my my welding rig. So I have my uh, welding machine on a skid that I roll in and out of the shop there. And it's welding exotic metals, uh, Monel, Inconel. They're going to get a titanium job here, uh, stainless, a lot of carbon and everything. Uh, But I know a lot of times you're kind of under the gun for production. They also expect really high quality but I know as a rig welder, uh, sometimes you're either lo- working locally or you're working out of town. You're working in a bush, you're in a camp job, you're in a hotel, uh, you're very far away from home. Uh, sometimes it, it does ruin your relationships. Um, it can be very hard on people. Um, but that's that's kind of, it's, it's one of those things where a person kind of gets used to. I know a lot of times my I've had to put relationships aside uh, and then just stay maintained with work. And sometimes I have to work locally and try and... Uh, balance, uh, everyday life, basically. But uh, that's pretty much what uh, rig welding is, at least for me.
0: And Clay, what what's rig welding rig? What is rig welding like in Australia? Um, rig
2: welding is so uh, is not very common. It, I could probably go the whole month without seeing another uh, welder on the back of a truck. So, so the average day would be. Projects vary pretty greatly uh, within the industry, from doing say like a little underground regulator within like the outskirts of Sydney to a sort of major uh, mains lay of like a eight inch, ten inch pipeline. So it's you you rock up, get to site for six thirty pre start. To do your pre-start meeting, and yeah. So the rig welding within Sydney's only been about the last three to four years of my career. Before that, I was doing the fly, fly, and fly out on the big on the major um, oil and gas projects around Sydney, uh, around Australia. Sorry. So yeah. You live and stay in a man camp and, and bus in or drive into sites every day
0: so it's obviously welding is welding right and, and I say that kind of tongue in cheek because every day, every experience, everything that you're doing is going to be very different but fairly similar no matter where you're at in the world right? That's true yes Induction heating provides great consistency in heating faster time to temperature of the part, ease of use and safety in operation. Learn how to heat faster, increase weld quality and save costs. Check out millerwelds.com. Now let's talk a little bit about weld tube. You know, how long have you guys been involved with weld tube? How did you get involved with weld tube and or even first what is weld tube? Let's start with Travis there.
1: Oh, Brad. Um, well, I know I got involved with them uh, uh, many years ago. I had a YouTube channel, uh, and I still do, but I don't uh, really upload anything to it. But uh, they actually, uh, WellTube actually started following me on the channel. And then when I got onto Instagram, uh, South Post Welding Academy followed me, and then WellTube followed me. And then about a year ago, uh, previous to going to FabTech in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Hamar actually uh, messaged me, and he said, he said. Hey, Travis, you know, do you want to collaborate to get together, uh, uh, do like a titanium and some aluminum, um, you know, do a video on it and everything? And I thought it was a fantastic idea. And um, so we were kind of negotiating and and we figured, okay, a couple of months from now, we'll we'll figure something out. But uh, I went to uh, Atlanta, Georgia uh, in November of last year for Fabtech and uh, I was... Walking around, and I was actually. I had my eye on this one make welding machine. It was an automated machine. It was a robot that was moving this this uh, make gun on this wire, and I was just like transfixed by this thing, this robot. And it turned out they were actually staying right beside me. So it was Hamar said, Hey, Travis, Travis, you know, got my attention. And um, uh, so there's Alan there and uh, Rob and everybody, and they said, Hey, uh, you know, do you want to come hang out with us? I'm like, Yeah, totally. Because I just went down with myself and never told anybody that I was going down or anything. And uh, so I just hung out with uh, the Well2 crew, uh, South Coast Welling Academy, for the rest of Fabtech. We'd go have, uh, um, get some beats and everything. And also when we were in the lineup, uh, um, Amar and also Alan said, Hey, Travis, now, do you want to make this happen? Do you want to come down? I can get you down there in, in December, which was last year there, and we can do a video on titanium. We can do a video on aluminum. Uh, is that something you're interested in? And I said, yeah, totally. That, that's totally uh, because many years ago, um, when I wanted to go traveling, I wanted to go to Texas, is one of the places. And I also wanted to, um, I actually wanted to go to South Coast Welding Academy uh, because what I wanted to do was travel around the world to different training facilities to see how different welders weld so I could become a better welder and learn how to weld different techniques and everything. And South Coast actually was one of the places I wanted to go to before, you know, they fooled me in there and I got to be, you know, a part of everything. Uh, but what I know, what well, to to me is is about uh, is about uh, creating ideas getting people involved um, bringing out the best the best and it's basically all about training and teaching and and making uh, you know information and techniques and technology and everything more available to the masses and to help improve others and build up others uh, and I think um, I think
0: that's what wellship is about it's awesome because the the welding industry is ever changing and ever growing and we really have a mass of information and and experience and knowledge that just needs to be shared. And I think that this is a great way to do it. Clay, how how did you get involved with WeldTube?
2: Um, I got involved. I'm pretty sure I was honestly one of the first um, subscribers to their uh, YouTube channel. So I've been following them since the very start and I reached out to Hamar ahead of, um, Fabtech 2018 because I was planning on heading over. So yeah, I reached out and Um, we had a chat and sort of agreed that I'd I'd try and um, meet up at the expo at some point. So I was sort of hanging around the uh, Abicor Bindle booth where he was doing a I was supposed to do a meetup or something. And then I see Travis standing there as well. So I didn't realise he was coming down either. So, <laughs> yeah, just met up with uh, Mara and Alan and all that and hung out with Travis for the day. We hung around the Miller booth, looked at all the engine drives. That's what sort of we're all into. And it sort of started from there. And then... Yeah. But yeah, WorldTube, just an awesome initiative that it's given back, like reaching out to all these people and expanding the knowledge base. Like, who would have thought they'd bring someone on from Australia to show what we do down here? Like, it, it's awesome.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. So, Jake, what's your story with WeldTube?
3: Well, Welltube I subscribed to them a long time ago. I was watching. I did a branch tutorial on my YouTube channel, and then I seen Hamar did one. So, of course, I subscribed to him, and I started watching his. And I was like, dang, they just did this one-handed, you know. And uh, anyways, uh, wound up. So I don't really ever check my email ever. And my wife walks in, and she says, hey, uh, Alan from South Coast, he wants you to come down and do a video with him. And so I started writing Alan back started talking and and wound up getting the opportunity so me and my wife and uh, we drove down there down to houston we drove because we don't get very many vacations so we drove down there hung out with everybody got to meet travis and abraham all them guys i missed clay by like i think two days but uh yeah it's just that's how i got involved with them and got to go down there for the high school welding competition but as far as what weld tube is i mean that they have put out so much information, bringing people in and just, I mean, Clay and Travis and all these guys that like study their craft to just such an extent that, I mean, the information they're putting out on YouTube can save you so many, so much heartache and uh, just so much frustration. So that by itself, I think it's kind of a motivator for a lot of people is they kind of get different perspectives on how things work and how other people do it. and.
0: Well, well, I would agree with you guys. Thank you guys for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you all for listening to Bevel Talk, and we'll be with you next time.